Okay, good evening. So, as I said, we're going to double record. Fortunately, last week was lost due to a new recorder, which did not record. Um, for those who were, were here, the topic was DAS. And I actually, I must say, of all of the classes that I've given on uh, this topic, uh, the DAS one stay, actually stayed with me the whole week. Yes. I, fe- I felt myself... I, I'm going to tell you a little trick, a, a little thing. I, I, I you know, Moti Shabbos came. I told my wife, I'm not looking at my email at all. Why? Because I had given this class on DAS. I, I, you know, the other classes, I must say, I always work on myself, uh, but it really didn't affect me. As, and I noticed, I've looked, I, I found myself thinking about the whole week, my own DAS, about doing things uh, which are congruent and, and sometimes giving breaking our own personal will when it's not for our best thing. So it's a really powerful tool. And by the way, when well, we'll get to it. Let's, let's pick up Vada Shlishi. Okay. So last week we talked about the Berucham and the Oyev, the Seine, and the way they, one of the ways you beat the Seine is uh, by, by at least uh, breaking your will on big things, on small things. Somebody else came to me on Shabbos and told me that they themselves were found applying uh, last week's in their own lives very successfully, which is an amazing thing. Uh, you don't know who that person was, do you? Uh, I, I might know her. You might know her, okay. Uh, anu, making sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anu, meivinim. Mm-hmm. So anu meivinim is a hechrach. So we understand the, the, the necessity, the Islam, just to teach ourselves lasus negerets I know. Right? I remember I mentioned last week with checking the email that Rav Dessler when he got the letter from his children his wife, his wife and daughter were separated for years from he was able to put the letter away to be able to to, to teach himself not to rip it open right away um, so a dialogue butter okay and so he says it's still not clear though how breaking our will to an extent brings us to das. So he says as follows, let's bring in the Chavos Lalas, Shekasev. Kavanas HaTayra, this is in, in Shar Precious, which talks about uh, being a parsh, of course, we learned in the Salsa Sharm, is to be, to some extent, not to indulge in everything, to, you know, to be an ascetic to an extent. Is Kavanas HaTayra, the purpose of the Torah is Laham Shal Asaseichel, Bechol Taivas HaNefesh, Ulahagubiro Alehan. That your Seichel, that your intellect, Rules over all your desires, right? That your your intellect rules all over all your d- desires, and, and and that's the power. It means if you're not hungry, you won't eat, right? You want you'll be able to control what you need for your, for yourself at all levels. Haim kavanas hatura is the kavanas hatura to to have a. Uh, a constant battle with your desires, like to break your desire. You know, you know, you know there's famous stories of very holy Jews who do this. Um, is that uh, the, the focus? So he says, we know that uh, how much effort should we be putting into this, right? You know, should you eat every day for lunch what you don't want to eat? It can go all day long, right? You can say, well, I want to do this. Again, it's only things that fulfill your... What we spoke about last week is that das means to do what you're supposed to be doing. Right? Ultimately, das is to eat the food you're supposed to be doing, to live the life you're supposed to be doing, to be following what you're doing. So, for me, when I chose... If I would choose choose tomorrow not to look at my email the whole day... That would actually be amazing at some level, but it would be a little bit derelict because I have things I have to take, take care of, right? So, but Saturday night, to be frank, there's really no reason I need to look at my email. If there's an emergency, a mom is an emergency, someone will reach me. And I can wait till Sunday, right? How many people, I, I send my email Friday afternoon. How many people are emailing me Saturday night with emergencies? Like, it's not, that's not the case. Usually it's about 30 to 40 junk emails from whatever lists that, that I'm on whether I chose to be on there or I was put on there by someone. Uh, or, and there's like things that could wait. You know? So why, and th- what happens is, I, if I go onto my computer and check my email, it doesn't stop there. Then I need to know the news. Maybe I should check my bank statements. You know, I like end up wasting time. So, I didn't need to do it. But, but I'm telling you, personally, 
when I had like it bothered me. I felt it was a little bit of a struggle. Like, it was an initial. I'm not checking my email. I felt good. Like an hour and a half later, well, it could be I need to check something. I should get ahead of the ball. Like, I found. Remember, I made that conversation. I had my conversation about checking my email last week before davening. How I never do that, and I had a voice telling me. I so about like like 11 o'clock Saturday night. I had that voice again. It came back into my head. Right, it came back. It comes back like a Rosh Hashiva with like long frock. Right, telling me you need to check your email. It's very important. It could be someone, someone's trying to reach you. It could be there's a de- life and death law that you know whatever it is. It starts telling me to look at it. You know, and I didn't do it at the end. But 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 again, we're talking about at what level when we don't need to do it. How much effort should we put into this? Right, Barat Ben Shemesh is amazing. If you look at the solar system, the sun. The moon, the stars, magnetium. In the area we know that Akash you know, created the world that there's a magnetic field, right? Anyone know dark matter, dark energy? All right, how the world, it's amazing, you know, and how everything pulls one off another in our galaxy. Um, and actually, we know that the sun and the moon affect each other, right? They don't just affect the tides and the. That, by the way, it's a great day today. Did anyone go for a walk today? Yes. It's like amazing, yeah. amazing. Uh, I was like, whoa! I was like, it was like, I had to, like, I have to think. I just walk outside. It was like amazing out there. So we know that the sun affects the world, the stars affect the world, the moon affects the world, but they also affect each other. So they actually will affect each other's paths based on the, the, the magnetic force. Things millions of miles will affect each other, right? They will actually push off one of another. So, which means to say, you would think, if you're looking at it with your, your, your telescope, you know, or, or today you can even see it on, online, a star millions of miles away, and all of its path is affected by another star. Or even a planet could affect it to a small extent, right? Which means it's something millions, tens of millions of miles away could affect something else. But that's in the solar system, in our Ruchnius. This is, this is super important. When you talk about Midas and Koichas, who we are, everything is connected. Right, it's like a, we are, we're like of that magnetic field as well. What we do will push one thing pushes another thing. Shatach um, magnati is chesek makif hitzaharmiz koychas aguf. Right in in our in our body and in the shama and our seichal, there's a certain pull a certain way. Right, like in a magia ba'atzmasla zu shaltzad shekinegdo. Right, um, this is by the way it's subconscious. It's an amazing thing. Way before. Psychology in the 20th century was talking about subconscious. You see, Saul Salanter writes about it in Or Yisrael that, that how as soon as we have pulls to do something, that we don't even know why we want to do it, and it could be because of an experience, a concern, a fear. Like is that there's a subconscious thing which is pushing us to do something. Like, we have a desire to do something. Like some people want to eat a cookie every day for a snack. Right, it could be calms their nerves. It could be that they physiologically are used to it. Why, why does that? Ha- how is that habit there? Right. Some people have a certain need to do certain things. Right. There's a need to do. It's, there's a pull, and we feel it. Right. People are pulled to do things, to check things. It's either one of two things. It's a midot, it's their character, or it's a taiva. Derish eshalobit kifas kazos achenimalano. We have to do it. Right? Like, you need to do it. Right? We're, it's just, we have a desire to eat this, to, to feel this, to smoke this. To, I'm not smoking, which is uh, like cigarettes, which is uh, a physical addiction. But, um, but there's, there's something pulling us to do it. Right? It, 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 like we discussed briefly last week, emotions. Some of us, our emotional reactions are instinctive. Ulam tkifoshtozos. You got a question? What about when you feel the, the pull or need that you need to call someone? That's a different thing. 
do you know what I'm saying? If um, that my brother and I have this, and and I would just have a. I need to call my brother, and I call my brother, and there would be something going on then with like my an brother. Thing? Yeah, it sounds like it's more intuitive. That's, that's like that's a little bit different. You want to actually hear a crazy intuitive story? story? I opened the safe for today. There's a lady, none of you know her. She knows, I think I'm the only one in the show who knows this lady is. She's an Israeli lady, very spiritual lady, but not a, doesn't even live in San Jose. She's in the Bay Area. So when her father died, she donated some sitters in the show. And every year on the father's yard, it's about, passed away about three, four years ago, she, she'll, she tries to come to the show during the week and make a donation. She asked me in December when the yard site is. And I told her, the yard site, this morning... I was opening, for whatever reason, I opened a safer. I hadn't remembered anything. I opened a safer, and her father had donated, which is in my office for months. Uh, she, she donated in her father's memory. And so I said, I wonder when that yard site was. I left the safer, and I, and I looked it up. It was today. So I emailed her. You know, it's, I don't think she even realized it was her father's yard site. She had asked me months ago, you know, yeah. my, my, you know, my helpful father has whatever. Yeah. And so she says to me, I said to her, I, I, for whatever reason, I opened your father's safe for today, and I thought about him, and then I looked what day, cause I, I don't want, I've seen the safer a few times since she's asked me that. I never thought to look at that. I looked at my email from December, and I saw today, what is hard site. So that type of stuff, which is like, you yeah. know, actually pretty yeah. cool. Right? Um, that's not... That's not what we're talking about. Okay. No. No, we're talking about when you do something, your, your daily ritual... Or your usual ritual, right? Let me get back to me. I'm gonna pick on me for a little bit. I had to look at my email Saturday night. I, why, I always look at my email Saturday night. So it's just what I do, right? It's like, it, now I, you do it. So do I have to do it? So well, that, that was my question for myself. Do I have to do this? It's zikr. It for sure takes time, right? It for sure takes time. So. And I have all kinds of good reasons to want to do it, and all kinds of good reasons to say not to do it. Saturday night again. If I don't do it tomorrow afternoon, I, it will be. There's very there's personal reasons why I don't want to do it, but not real reasons I have to do it. Right. So it's like you know. But my point is, what's my what was pulling me to do it? I would say in my case, curiosity. Uh, there is some important things I do do, you know, on there. It could be done on Sunday, but I do do it. Uh, habits, uh, you know, relaxation maybe even at some level, whatever it may be. But I'm doing it for a reason, right? We all do things for a reason, right? Some people, like, they want a certain food for Shabbos lunch. It could be because you like the food. It could be because your mama made the food and that's what you used to, or your grandmother, and it's symbolic to you could be that you don't know anything else. I mean, it could be a lot, lot of things. Right? Some, you know, some people will always have their desk clean. Why? Is it, you know, it could be a character trait. It could be a nervous reaction. Right? And they go back to your emotions. OCD. What? OCD. <laughs> well, yeah, the, it could be OCD. Although they'll have other things besides that. Right? But the point is like this. When we're doing most of our daily things, it's either a character trait or certain things we just desire to do. Ulam tekifa so we were pulled we pull towards it, right? I, we're pulled towards it. So I, you know, I went back to that case last week. I must, I usually don't check. I don't check my email before davening because I told you I think it's a bad. I, I happen to think it's bad for davening. I think it's not Torahic, so I don't do it. But last week I had something important going on, which actually that was not Saturday night. That was actually I had really important things flying around, and there's a good reason I, I should could have checked my email. Um, and, th- and that was my own desire to be on top of the matter. Right? So there I had a real desire. That's because me, I know me, I am the type who does not like to things let, let things lie. I, I want to take care of it. If there's something really I think is going to fester, I want to smash it early. I don't want the thing getting around. So as, a, as part of my desire to, to fix it quickly, you know, which usually is good, and sometimes it's bad, but usually is a good thing to do, to fix quickly. Um, so I'm thinking to myself, like, like I want to do this now. I want to, I want to check the computer then. Um, that was not a, a, a mida. It was just a desire, right? Um, but so there's a pull. 
If we pull ourselves farther away from this, right? Some people have desires, um, to, you know. We'll get to, you know, we don't. Eventually, they don't have to pull anymore, right? As you get out of the magnetic zone, because when, when you start to break it, when there's things that pull us away from what we're supposed to be doing, right? If they're you know, uh, recently, uh, there's, there's a certain individual I try to stay far away from. Uh, yeah, you know, why? Because I, I find myself, the person's super negative. I was like, what do I have to deal with this for? Not, it's not something I have to deal with. Why should I put my... So, when I... When I there's certain people, like, like your, your younger, my kids, like, some of them, they got bad friends, and you're like pulled to the bad friend. Well, at high school, I remember there's, there's certain kids who are like, the, the cool kids... And people would pull to them. Like they had to hang out with them. Even though they're bad for you. Even though they're bad examples. So like, sometimes there people are pulled to people. Right? Are pulled to events. There are people who love playing cards. Or love gambling. Really bad for you, by the way. Very bad as a rule. Some people, it's the internet. Some people, it's television and movies. Some people, it's music, which is bad. Whatever it is, right? Other people eat Right, and they eat the foods or whatever they, they pull in, or they have other bad things they do, unhealthy things, either spiritually unhealthy, emotionally unhealthy, physically unhealthy. Right, so and you're pulled to do that. Whenever, like, you know, uh, I was telling yesterday, mother, she said, like, her kid always turns on music uh, when she's upset. I was like, okay, that's how she's coping with her being upset. She turns on music, so. You know, so turning on music, assuming it's good music, is not just a bad thing to do, right? It's actually a calming, uh, uh, has a calming effect. But imagine every t- time you, uh, you know, you get upset, you do something very negative. That's that's a, you. That's so, it's pulling you in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Right, you're doing the wrong thing. So when you leave that, when you're able to leave that pull, right, you actually you're pulling yourself into a different. Galaxy, and then you're able to pull towards kedusha, because if you're pulling yourself towards things which are negative towards for you, then right. So let's pick on me. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Saturday night, I did not look at my email. I learned some more Torah. Bottom line, right? I I, I, I would have guaranteed looked at the news. I would have probably read eight articles on New Zealand. Right? I only needed a half an article to get the picture. Unfortunately. Um, but I wouldn't have I would have wasted life you know I honestly would have probably wasted life so I didn't do that of course I would start with my emails but I was on there it's very convenient right so what I, so I was when I left that poll I had a different poll which is a much better poll to have yeah I guess the problem is I think we all understand the obvious what's bad for you and what's good but these subtle things like for example your email and it's work-related, and you do open it, and it is someone who needs you at that time, um, versus studying Torah or spending time with your wife or kids. Or what. It's it's hard to know what's clear. Like it's obvious, if it's something. I want you to uh, so I'm gonna pick on. I, 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 so I picked on the you know I picked on the email because I want I really I honestly believe this connectivity today is so addicted. It's so addictive. It's like you don't live life. You don't live, your peoples do not think, do not live life. So you can always have emergencies, messaging. I saw recently, someone said there by an Adam Gadol, it's a following story, this is a long time ago. And they're with the Gadol, and they're talking, the phone was ringing, and the phone's ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing. And so this person was having a conversation, kept talking. So he looked at it, and he says, um, you don't want to pick up the phone? He says, the phone doesn't roll over me. Which means I, I can live my life without picking up the phone, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, which means as follows, of course there, there are gray areas and you have to make a decision, which you'll get to actually a little bit sooner. But you need to know one thing. Whether, whatever it is in life, there has to be das. So, so we mentioned that yesterday, you know, relaxation and laziness. Like some of those who want to relax, they don't want to take care of things. So their lack of das is being all lazy. They procrastinate. They don't take care of things, right? 
you know, I, I picked Imo Akshu, which I picked that on purpose because I think there's much today, a much bigger, I would call it, pull. And it actually, it's, it's actually brain-forming habits, right, that you need to see. The cue, the cue of, the, of the email is that you're curious who's emailing you, what they're doing, what they're texting you, what's on social media. You know, it's never-ending. It's a crazy. And you don't live. And you give up a life because of it. Not everyone, but many people, right? And for other people, it's other things that they just, they want to read a book. Not, nothing wrong with reading a book if it's intelligent, you know, has, or perhaps gives you a book. But there are people who just like to read, right? So the, I remember someone who told me they, they read a certain magazine, like one of these trashy magazines, like people, Cosmopolitan, like those trashy type things, just discuss losers in their lives. And they like to know that. Like, they're used to, and they, they enjoy that, and they need that enjoyment. You ever hear like someone talking, I need it, right? Or the New York Times, right? You ever leave that earlier? here at the Times, that, that, that you had to be in the car, right? You know, and out there, because they need to do the time. I can't live without the Times. You can't live without the Times. So I'm, or, or some people's eating habits is that way. They're pulled to do that. Other people are pulled to, towards emotions. That's what, that's what we're head to, because that's really the ultimate of this, which means that you need... To, like, there's certain people who need to make themselves sad, right? They hear some news, and they'll just depress themselves. That's, that is at a higher level of the same thing. Or some people, their, their, their reaction will be to make themselves angry. That is their desire, to be... They want to be angry. And they don't want to be angry, but they want to be angry. It just means their react. That's why I said that on purpose. They don't. No one wants to be angry, and no one wants to be depressed. But their pull, their magnetic pull, is when something goes wrong, is to react with anger, because that is their comfort zone. And, and other people, their magnetic pull is to be sad, because that's their comfort zone. They don't want to be sad, but th- the way they all cope with their situation, they're so depressed, is to be sad. Do you understand what I'm saying now? Okay, maybe that's their magnetic pull, and the only way you can get out of that really is to create, start going against that pull. Right? Every time you should get angry, do something which calms you down. Every time you get sad, do something which. Right? That's. I'm not talking about clinical cases right now. I'm just talking about general people's re- re- realities, and even clinical cases with CBT or whatever they're doing, or with. This is what, how. You, this is how you change. Um, when you leave a magnetic pole of negativity, you can go into the of Kedusha. On the Shama of Haseichal, and you can live, right? When you, when you shut your stupid phone or computer, you can start to think, you know, and to live and get outside and walk outside in the sun. You know, it's a different walking through, you know, looking at your phone as you walk, and you, you know, with your family time, whatever it is, you live. Um, I mean, you can get the main of Kedusha of Neshama of Seichel of all of Neman Shemeshem Mashkana Acharach and Arutz and Nagila. We rejoice because we're living the life we're supposed to. It's not what I, where our instincts are. Some people again are lazy, so they want to push themselves. And you, you you get up and you go against your will and you push yourself. You know, like push yourself to get out of the house. That's how you live. You push yourself to go to a shir. And by nature, you push yourself to do something. Right? There's an idea of pushing yourself to do what's right. I'm not trying to, it's, not, it's not to push yourself to do what's wrong. It's pushing yourself to do what's, what, you, what you, at some level, you know, is right. Our purpose in this world is to fulfill mitzvahs and to stand and test, to, to, to live up to what we could be doing. When the, the pleasures of this world... Is in It's only there to help you, and if it's there to help you, you should utilize it. Because I'm telling you, it should benefit you. Really, the ideal, the goal, the sheifa of us all should be to serve Hashem with all of our strength and all of our talents and all of our koychas, and to break down all things that separate us from Hashem. Um, until this is the Lashon until we're pulled after doing what we're supposed to like Barzal like steel is 
to an evan shoeves to a magnet to, to a magnet, right? That's the goal to be put, that our instincts should be to do what's good. Our instincts should be to, to, to live the life we're supposed to live. Not our instincts should pulse the wrong way. You have to be pulled after with, with you don't have to pull yourself with uh, uh, with iron chains. When you're being pulled after, like again, you know, when you're when you're living life you're supposed to live, you you want to wake up to Davin. You like, like I remember in Yeshiva, certain people were pulled after their pillow. It pulled them, it like kidnapped them, it didn't let them out. Right? And, and other people, and those same people some were, had other things which were good at, and other people, right? But they couldn't get out of bed, right? So how do you get a, like that? Like, so you start pulling them after Torah. And eventually, I, I've seen people, who, the, the same person who couldn't get out of bed will be the one to jump out of bed. Because when they're pulled after Torah, they can't stay in bed. <laughs> the same person, right? So they're pulled, there are certain people who are stingy, and they can then pull themselves to be charitable. So how does how does a stingy person be pulled to be charitable? So Rambam says that. What do you do? You Start giving and giving and giving until that becomes who you, and you can't, then you want to be a giver. Right? You want to be a giver. Um, and it's actually a pull. Understand the pull now is to be, the person who is pulled, you know, there's a poor person, close the doors, close the curtains, shut the phone, you know, run away from them, is now pulled to be a giver. It's the same person. What's pulling you now? What's, what's pulling you? Uh, you know, these guys, there are a few Breslov guys here tonight. For, you know, like they're really the Nanachs, you know. So like Breslov is all about external simcha, a lot of it, to cause internal. I'm not a Breslover. Albeit Rav Nachman, Breslov has a lot of uh, good Torah. But imagine the following thing. Every time you have something that upsets you, you do something to make you happy. Right? You, instead of getting upset, you say, Baruch Hashem, and you do a jig. Like, every single time that you could have been upset, right? You say, Baruch Hashem, and you turn on music, and you do a jig. Right? And, and that's a reaction every time. You know what's going to happen after a while? You, you'll be pulled towards different reactions. Now, again, the only, the only real jig is if you realize it, you take what's here to here, and you may realize the reason I can do a jig is if this happened to me, it's Gamzul Tover, it's, you know, Ratzon Hashem. But if you do that enough, you will be pulled differently than if you pull every time something bad happens to you. Darn, I'm so angry. I'm so upset. I'm so sad. Why me? And you sit there and you mope. Why me? It's so miserable. I'm so embarrassed. My life is so terrible. He's, this little voice tells you that you're supposed to mourn your situation because your life is this is how you're supposed to and that's what you get pulled to and it says no Baruch Hashem if Hashem wants me to be happy and you start pushing yourself they're making, they, you do one enough it will pull you a certain way if you're the type of person who mopes every time something goes wrong you will mope that will be your pull, your pull and if you're the type of person who gets angry and if you're the type of person who gives up every time, you're, you're going to give up. Because that's your point. And if you're the person who gets bloody and you say, I'm getting up. And I'm pushing myself. I'm going to do it. I'm going to conquer it. And that's what you'll do. Because that's what you become over time. Um, you get pulled to it after a while. And a person who has Torah has taste to be able to do his Tamakit of Sakra. Or example, flavor of, it's called by prayer. Or those who taste to have life. Or tamu. This is different verses and, and, and words of Chazal. If you keep all the Torah myths, I'm going to give you the Torah. You'll enjoy it. You'll make a bracha, and if you eat it, you'll, you'll taste it and see it's good. It means it follows. Everything in Yiddishkeit, everything in Judaism, has a taste. Right? Anyone like chocolate? Chocolate? I just got it today. Somebody sent me from Lakewood a whole box of chocolate for Shalchamas. Like, what are they trying to do to me? Uh, trying to kill me over here? I happen to like chocolate. And they're all different flavors. You know? I didn't touch it yet. 
Right? So, you enjoy it, right? You, you have a pull, I have a pull towards chocolate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna utilize those chocolates when I need them, either for my learning, for yum tiff, whatever it would be. There's a pull towards, you enjoy it. There's a chunt. I literally people came in, they smell a chunt. Geschmack. What's geschmack? You know what geschmack is, right? You know what geschmack is, right? So, it's geschmack. You don't have to convince a person who likes chunt. Of course, it's Shabbos, you're holy, chunt. You don't have to convince a person who likes chunt to eat chunt on Shabbos. Right? You do not need to... If you enjoy chunt, right, you're going to eat chunt at the table on Shabbos. When I was younger, you would, I, I despise salad. I can't even tell you how much I would. I, I, it was like I, you can't imagine how how much I despised it. It was like I tell you by the way, but but it's a long story how that happened. Uh, but my 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 grandmother, bless her soul, who I mentioned that passed away 103, was one of the examples for me. A, a real survivor lost her first husband, her parents, or siblings. Thank God for every day. Offered me a hundred dollars when I was a teenager if I'd eat like some greens, and I said, and I was don't have that money. No, I would never have done it. She probably offered me a thousand. I would never. I was. You couldn't pay me enough to do it. You know why? Right or wrong, the taste was a turnoff to me. You see, when you enjoy something, she offered me a hundred dollars to get a bowl of chocolate. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, give me a hundred dollars of chocolate. Why? You enjoy it. It's tasty, right? You know, I, what? You needed salad dressing. Even with the dressing, no, no, you can't imagine. Well, today I need dressing. Today I need dressing. Then, then dressing would not have helped. <laughs> you know, no, no. It's like I was actually. I'll tell you the truth. When I was like a very little, I think I was like four years old. She gave me like this mush. I threw it up on her wall. She never let me forget. You threw up on my wall that bush. She, like she gave us like vegetable. Like she had, got, I was like a kid. I had such a distaste for that. Right? When you don't like something, you won't eat it. But if you enjoy something, of course, we're talking about balance. You'll eat it, right? You'll, you you don't need to be convinced to eat it, right? You want a coffee? You're a coffee drinker. You don't need to be convinced to have coffee, right? Somebody asked him. Was very concerned with how the fast starts on on Tana's sister. He's his coffee. Right? No one's convincing him to have coffee. He wants his coffee. So when there's a taste, so you see very often the Chazal say the Torah has to have taste. Tefillah has to have taste. Because you'll, you'll, you'll be drawn to do it. You'll end up doing it because there's a taste towards you. No one's going to need to convince you. That's your magnet when it tastes good. So, there's a Tam Yuchan. Each has their own taste. Torah, Tefillah, Shabbos, this is all the things, brachas, tam tam if you taste it and you enjoy it, you'll have it. You'll go there. You'll be pulled towards it. When you're hungry for it, you'll be pulled towards it. Yishlan ladas, zalizka we need to have, they come to that tam, tam. What do we say in Berchasatar every morning? say lots of things in Berchasatar. About taste. The harev, no, it should be sweet to us. You should make the Torah sweet. Right? Part of the is make it sweet. Because if you want to learn Torah, you know, if it's sweet, you'll do it. I, I mentioned this. When I was in college, once, once in, a, in a different lifestyle, different world. Well, that's a different lifestyle, but a different world. So I was a history major. Surprise. Uh, and I took statistics. I, I was like, so it was like that salad. It was so painful. It was so painful. And history, I would like. I was like. I was a little bit. I would stay the night before. I would eat it up, spit it out I mean, in a good way. I was like. I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed Gemara more, which is why. I didn't, but 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 I enjoyed it. So it, it it was a it was it wasn't a big deal for me to study, right? When you enjoy something, you'll do it. So the goal is to have a taste for it. So he pulled it to do it. Um, we pulled after it. It's impossible uh, to, to teach us how to do Slamaisa. That we should try to get us to enjoy something. 
that the best way, right? Let's go back to this person. I'm going to tell you, go back to a person who every time something goes wrong gets angry or sad. Their, their magnet is to do it, okay? So I, I picked the person, I picked on the breasts of the guys, right? These guys, every time they get, they get, they get something to get them sad, they'll turn on music and do a jig. Baruch Hashem. That may not work for you. So that may not, the way you'll end up being pulled to do that is to get to Tom. If every time you, you could get sad, you go for a walk, that may work for you. Get something where you'll have a Tom and then you'll, then you'll, then I'll be, you'll create that force that will do it for you, right? But find the thing that you could enjoy doing, right? Find the thing and, and make that your habit to get out of there. Because if you just mope, or get angry, right? That's, you know, could be to read a book instead of getting sad or, or angry. But his point is, it's not just to do something which is positive, enjoyable. Do something which gives you taste. Is it clear? You understand what I'm saying? Yes. What if moping is kind of like your recuperation time and then you can get back into things? So, like it's still sad. So, it's a, good, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. And the answer is as follows. There's obviously a place for moping. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, if somebody, there's a, a place for normal human beings. There is a level beyond the ever moping. Okay, there is a level of a person who could lose a million dollars and their gamzul toivo, their rekivas of the world, they won't mope. Just, just one thing. I'm not saying that you or I are a rekiva, but there is a place that, there is no concept of moping. Right? But for normal humans there is. But we all know that there's, a, there's a, a line that starts to turn gray and then turns black of it counterproductive, right? The second that moping is counterproductive, listen, I just sat down with Jack Shelvin today, he's going to have Shloshim on Purim. You know, he gets up on Purim. Like, can you imagine? He's getting up Purim morning. He's going to the Purim party afternoon. He's out of Shloshim. Right? That's it. You go to, you have a Purim party. Like, you know. And so I said to him, like, you know, there's a certain point you do when you're in Shloshim, and then there's a point when you do after. Right? You need to live life. So, the, on a micro level, that's what moping is, right? There's a certain point that's normal to mope, it's probably healthy to, to feel your pain, and then it becomes toxic. Right? And, you, and, and to, be, to, to answer your question, for all of us, that there's not one, it's different. But we all know at a certain point it's toxic for us. <laughs> okay? It's like having chocolate. At a certain point, chocolate's good for all of us, by the way. I'm a big fan. But then it becomes fattening, toxic, unhealthy, right? So you need, you need to know yourself, and I need to know myself. But the minute it's toxic, then it's not good. And then you have to figure out a, a method to not, to not do it. So that's, and that's unique by everybody. Um, but so the point is, but, but to, to get out of the moping or the anger, happens through the two things that Chazal say should never be. Haughty or angry. Angry is always toxic. Always toxic. That's what Chazal say. Uh, moping, they don't say it's always toxic. So that's uh, to, to, to get to your point. But anger is always toxic. You need to figure something that, that works that you enjoy. Right? So if I say to you, listen to music and dance, and you don't enjoy that, then it's not going to work for you. you need, the way it will become magnetic, the way it will pull you is if you enjoy it. Right? Uh, so let's say I did not... Let's go back to Menachem Levine. Saturday night, Rabbi Levine. Internet, right? So I, you know what I did? I learned. I was very happy learning. First, I, you know, I dealt with my kids, my wife, you know, they're important parts of my life, so I, I can't say I learned the whole night. But, I, but let's say I didn't learn Torah. I'd be sitting in my house, and instead I would do something which I felt was a waste of my time. So the next Saturday night, it would be hard. I was bored, right? It was bored. You know, I always tell people who want to keep Shabbos, who do, who do not come to Shabbos, you have to find enjoyment in Shabbos. You know what happens if you keep Shabbos? You, well, I told this story, the boy came and to play Monopoly. Right? If you think Shabbos is a Monopoly, people who are weak Orthodox, um, who, who struggle with Shabbos or kosher, it's because they don't enjoy it. I mean, if you, when you enjoy it, obviously if you grew up very religious in Lakewood, you, you, don't, you can't imagine not keeping Shabbos. Like that, um, you know, unless you have a big Yitzhara. Right? But, but my point is, is like, if you don't, you need the, whatever it is to beat the magnetic pull that pulls this other way, you need to find something which gives you taste and enjoyment to replace it. Because if you don't, it'll be very hard to stick. Okay? The goal is that everyone should have taste in Torah, taste in tefillah. But you know what? There's a, Torah is very wide. 
And tefillah has different angles. And dealing with emotions there's different ways and different paths. You need to find what, you, what works for you. Um, and if we were successful to go against our, our desires, be it character traits, be it our, 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 our sensual desires, very small things, and you're consistently breaking your desire, right? Consistently breaking that small desire you had. Let's, let's say, you know, you don't check the email, you leave the mail, you don't look at it right away, or you don't, before davening, a good idea. Imagine not checking your phone before davening. You do it, and every day you did it, and now you don't do it. You, do that, you start doing that. Again, uh, or uh, you snack, not that you're hungry, you snack in the middle of the day. Snacking when you're not hungry, by the way, I, I, you don't need serious thoughts to do this. It's not healthy, okay? It's not good for you. It's a bad habit, okay? If you're hungry, that's a different reality. But to snack when you're not hungry, guaranteed, not a good thing, right? No question. Or you have a, some bad habit, right? If you break it a little bit, you, you delay it a little bit, you push it off a little bit, um, so he says, he says uh, aren't you worried if it's only a small thing you'll come back full force so you won't be successful so he says Rabbi Rucham actually an- answers this this is the following thing Rabbi Rucham it's ava uh, this is an amazing it was worth it to wake up today to come to this class just to hear this this is an amazing thing you're about to hear right now. It's actually a very, very answer to He says, you want to know how to love yourself? You know, if you love yourself, if you truly love yourself and want to take care of you will break your bad Yetzirahs. Right? That is loving yourself. This is as follows. A person thinks if they give in to their desire they have to for their snack or to check their phone, again, things that you shouldn't be doing. What we're talking about now my email Saturday night or before davening last week or or two weeks ago whatever whatever it is or the, the snack in the whole day or the toxic sadness or whatever it is when we give into our, our emotions or physical self or habits which are not good for us right you want to know how, if you love yourself you will break your yetzer you can do it pick something that's easy for you don't start with something that's hard <laughs> Okay? It's like lifting weights. I said this a long time ago, many times. If you want to lift weights, you need to start small. If you have the dumbbells too big, you will not be able to pick it up. And if you do, you'll rip your muscles and it'll be counterproductive. Pick something small where you can do it. Right? Uh, you know, pick something small. Right? Das. Lashon Hara. Right? If you speak, if you are, you are a gossip monger speaker of Lashon Hara, you go cold turkey, unlikely to be successful right away. Pick an hour where you won't do it, right? If you are uh, 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 addicted to your phone, so say every day from 8 to 10, I'm not looking at my phone. It'll be very hard at first. I promise life will not end, right? 8 to 10, you won't do it, right? Now, if your job is 8 to 10, you're in a business, you need to do it. Then that's, you need to look at the phone. So don't do it 8 to 10 at night then, Okay. Right? So the point is, is pick something which is easier for you to do. Right? Easier for you, you to accomplish. Um, but when you listen to your Yetzer, check your phone, snack in the middle of the day, be depressed, even after you work the, after you're sobbing, get angry, you know, um, you know, lay in bed, stay in your bed, you're tired, your body wants us to chill out. Don't come to the Monday night class. That's a real big answer. Right? 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 You give in to it. You think you're helping yourself? You're hurting. You need to know this. You're, you're feeding the enemy. You are feeding your enemy. If you loved yourself, you would break your, your, that Yitzhara. And by giving into it, you're, you're feeding... You're, it's not helpful. Right? It's not... We would all say if a guy has a, has a desire for a secretary, married man, right? He has a desire for her. Is it helpful if he's... I said, that's a ladies' classes question. I but, for a minute you meant he wanted an actual secretary not to do the work. No, no. <laughs> I think a very blatant case. Right? You would tell him you're an idiot. <laughs> you're telling me... You, you, you're not... First of all, yeah. you'll probably ruin your life. 
on many levels, uh, on many levels, and you're not helping yourself, right? You're, you're, that's an easy case. Look at this guy and said that Yitzhar, your desires will destroy your life, right? They will ruin you. It will by giving into that desire, you will damage your, your your marriage, your parenting, your own self, right? You won't satisfy your desires, right? And you'll just create more desires. It will damage you. So you're feeding the monster. Hasoyne um, Hagadol, right? The Chosal says that the greatest enemy that you have in this world, um, it, it, it pulls you in the wrong, it's pulling you to the wrong magnetic zone. It's pulling you in the wrong area. Right? You, you just want to get angry or to sob or to be lazy or to eat the food or to check your email and text again and, and, and answer the phone and, you know, or wait till the last minute because you always, that's your tendency. Um, and, and therefore, it's, it's sapping your strength. Right? It's actually, it pulls you. It's, it, it, again, when you're pulled in a certain direction, it saps you. Uh, and the more you give into it, it, it hates you more. It damages you more. You ever see a drug addict? I mean, I dealt with drug addicts. People are addicted to marijuana. Not even like crack or cocaine. Marijuana, it destroys them. I dealt with that, unfortunately, way too much. It destroys them. Right? It pulls them away from and, and anyone who breaks out of it, they will tell you how redeemed they are. Right? People, by the way, who, who leave social media addiction or, or, or iPhone addiction, when they're honest, tell you afterwards how much more free time, how much more life do they have. Right? You know, people who are very heavy and don't watch the way they eat will all tell you when they, when they get a balance this, how amazing it is. Because it's das. But when you feed it and just, you don't give in and you don't fight it. Right? People who are depressed or anxious or angry, you know, usually they want to escape, but they can't because they're always feeding the fire. <laughs> they're always feeding the enemy. Right? Well, if they get themselves out of there, it's an amazing feeling. Right? It's an amazing reality. Um, so, so giving into it is actually so negative. You're never get the desires. If you're able to break your desires, right? You're loving yourself by not having that chocolate. I'm talking to myself now, but not having that chocolate, right? By not doing that email, by by not allowing yourself to get angry when you want to get angry. By not again pick the, this is very different for everybody, but by breaking our will on small things, we're actually loving ourselves. We're actually bettering ourselves, improving ourselves, uplifting ourselves. Um, he says, uh, you know, we should continue, pick three things a day, small things every day, where you want to do it. Where you, it could be by the way, going back to your phone call. You, just, you make a call every day and speak to people, just wasting, killing time. Not to pick up one, one call us. Right? It could be that, you know, whatever it is, to do something which is not das, which doesn't, when you're not, which you know you're not supposed to do, which is not helpful for you. Three small things a day, you know, you, you'll be empowering yourself. Next week, we, the last week before Pesach, we're going to finish up with an amazing thing. He's going to ask the following thing. This, I don't know who, who someone touched this tonight. The, oh, you did. This is Kate did. There are lots of lo- lo- things which are not, you know, snacking in a day where, when it's clearly you're not hungry is a bad habit. Being depressed where it's toxic is a bad habit. Uh, you know, spending time with a secretary who shouldn't be with is a bad habit. I'm not talking, going on parts of the internet are a bad habit, right? You know, it could be that, you know, there's some people get to sports, it's simple recreation, and other people's sports is so consuming for them. It's a bad habit, right? It, it, it's all different. So he talks about one of the most important things of Das. I'm going to tell you, today I had this actually come up. Somebody offered me to be involved in a certain very big mitzvah from the East Coast. It's an international mitzvah. I can't give details. I'm like sworn to secrecy. 
But I'm telling you, there's a lot of pluses in being involved in this, a lot of negatives. Um, I spoke to two Gadolim, Mamish Gadolia Torah today. I myself have different pulls in different ways. So this is about Eitzah, right? Asking advice. That one of the most critical, it could be your spouse who knows you, doesn't have to be only, because if you're talking about your daily, your, ha- your house habits, they'll know you. It could be a parent in certain things. It could be a, a, a rov or a gadol. But the ability to, how advice helps us have, keep us with das, right? So to be able to be honest. Because remember one thing, there, if you take away things you're supposed to have, that's not helping, loving yourself, that's damaging yourself, right? If you need to eat a good breakfast, or you need to sleep, or you need to read the book, right? Or let's say you are sad and you're not mourning correctly, you don't mourn, that's not a good thing, right? So there's something called advice. And how Aitza plays into this, we'll pick up next week. All right. Ladies, I just want to say one thing at the end here. This uh, week is an amazing week. Um, it would be, uh, I would be remiss not to stress that Tainus Esther, Purim, Shushan Purim are from the most important days of the year. Um, and prayer is a large part of it. You know, Purim, it's, it's actually a day, I was just talking about the gentleman tonight, it's a halacha and shulchan arach. Baruch shulchan arach. Call paishet yad. Anyone who puts out their hand, you're supposed to give to them. Um, usually, you're supposed to ask, make sure that people are sincere. Perm, we just give. It's the same thing with prayer. It says perm is the day where Hashem just gives to us. Right? It's also the, the reason says that perm is yom kippur is yom kippur. Right? It's a tremendous day of tefillah. It's a tremendous day of, of, of happiness. Tainus Esther is actually not a mourning day, by the way. People, it's not. It's the one fast that has no component of mourning. Okay, you know, if you want to listen to music, Tainus Esther, there's no reason you can't. It's, it's a fast day. It's a minog, right? On, on other fast days, Shavuot, Shabbatavos, it's like there's there's mourning components, right? It's a day of prayer. So take advantage of these days, right? Uh, to get close to Hashem to love Hashem, to love life, to, to pray for that, to, to ask for the things you want and need, because if you, if you, if, if you utilize these days, I mean, it, it can literally change the rest of your eternity, change the rest of your life. So, I wish everyone a free and we'll see you next Monday night. That was good advice, by the way. Okay.